0: And welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And I'm Mike. And tonight we're going to discuss really, really, really excessively long poops. <laughs> because you texted me at 9 o'clock p.m. and said, are we still recording tonight? I'm just like, yeah. And you're like, all right, well, I'm fixing to take a dump. And I said, all right, in so probably about 30 minutes then. You said, accurate.
1: And... We, we I was did. I was pretty much done shitting within thirty minutes. Well, I had to then get all of my stuff together and move it and, and everything else. I just I was worried that maybe you
0: had done an Elvis on me. You know what I mean? Like just oh. died on the goddamn toilet. I mean I don't know. I I do have to say that as I was sitting there, you know, contemplating like what to do with my time. I wrote a little song and I'd like to sing it for you now. I'd love to hear it all the poop in the world all the poop in the world some people they poop so slow while others tend to go a little bit quicker a little bit faster but oh it's not an anal disaster either way you are pooping with delight i promise everything will be all right there's no anal rage no rectal cage just a magic releasing of that filthy cave. all the poop in the world
1: that was nice. Thank you. And that was I'm, very... glad
0: that, I'm glad that you got it out of your system before the show because I need you focused.
1: Oh, yeah, man. I, I tell you, I, uh, I had gone somewhere and I was out in my truck and uh, my significant other was sitting next to me, obviously, uh, because sitting in front of me would have been very strange when I was driving. <laughs> um, and I ripped one and I'm not kidding. It hung in the truck even though the window was down partially because i had the air conditioning running so it was pushing air out of the truck continually and it still lingered for a good five minutes inside the truck and i was like that that's a clear and present sign that i've got something in the chute and it needs to come out and if i hadn't gone before now i would probably be uncomfortably writhing in my seat right now yeah yeah i'm not not, so you're not you're not distracted by the poop urge nope interesting You know, thing about Elvis too is that he died mere days after I was born. Oh. So you know, there's there's a little bit of a connection there. Interesting. I didn't know. Every remember. time I grow sideburns, I think of him and then I remember our connection. And uh that's about as loose of a connection as I could possibly come up with for a celebrity, but I'm gonna stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got nothing else. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well i think it's good it's a good celebrity connection you know like i'm tangentially maybe a little bit slightly similar in time frames to to elvis but i can't be a reincarnation of elvis since he died after i was born right so yeah uh, yeah that that doesn't i mean well i mean i guess it depends on how time works outside of the out of life and maybe in the circle of like that thing I wrote, I wrote like maybe in the circle of karma, time is irrelevant. You can go backwards and forwards, or something like that.
1: You know, I, I mean, just not not to get too deep into this, but um, I think you know, perhaps leaving one uh, mortal coil and moving to another, if you believe in reincarnation. Which I do um, it, it would it would make it would make sense in a certain respect that you would leave before you reach the end and maybe you know uh a few days was enough well a few days it's more than a few days it's like eleven or twelve days or some shit like that. Um, between his death and, and my birth, well, between my birth and his death. But uh, maybe, you know, maybe there's, maybe there's a stand in there that, that takes over to experience the unpleasantness of death so that you can go on to your next life completely unburdened by the stress that you just went through.
0: Hmm.
1: So maybe there's a connection there, but I doubt maybe. it because, I mean, you I, know.
0: I think that, that this, the, the intensity of what you went through is what wipes you clear of your old life. That and the fact that then for the next however many years, you're sort of not experienced.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I'm in another fucking area of the house, and we still can't stop from yelling and talking close to where I'm at. I mean, for Christ's sake, I'm literally halfway across the house. It's not even a joke. <laughs> it never fucking fails. <laughs> We've, uh, we've never gotten into the whole discussion about um, – not on here at least – about reincarnation and all that kind of stuff because I definitely also believe in reincarnation. I, my personal opinion, and I know I've, I've said this to you before, is I have an explanation for it that makes sense to me, not that it's necessarily correct. Mm-hmm. But that it makes sense to me that also – that explains um, deja vu because I have deja vu a lot. So do I. I mean like I'm talking at least – I wouldn't say it's a daily occurrence, but I would say that on average – I mean because sometimes it is a daily. Things are multiple times a day, but I think on average I would probably say like at least three or four times a week. Okay. Which wow. doesn't quite equal out to be daily, where I'll do something and I'll be like, wait, wait a second. No, 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 no. I've done this before. And sometimes it might just be that I actually have done that before. But I think that you get deja vu because you get to keep living, and I don't I'm not quite sure if it's the same life over and over again, or if it's the same day over and over again, or the same moments over and over again until you get it right. And mm-hmm. this could also fit into the whole um numerous universes and everything else and and different um astral planes and things of that nature that all of this stuff is going on and maybe i'm catching remembrances from other places at the same time
0: you know There's like an intuitive understanding I have of what you're saying, and I want to articulate my response to it, but it would be almost impossible for me to do because it's entirely based on experiments that I had with psychedelics when I was younger.
1: Okay,
0: I mean, you you and I have talked
1: about this probably you know tens of times.
0: But (laughs) I think that I think that like. You know, because it's really interesting that you say that you keep going to the same moment until you get it right. And maybe the sub moment, maybe the sub 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 moment, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, because one of the reasons why I suggest that is because the brain makes up a decision before we begin acting. And I've always wondered about that and what it said about free will. That the mm-hmm. brain has made its decision chemically before you actually realize that you're saying it out loud, like when you've made a decision. Yeah, your your, your brain chemistry did
1: that. Oh, well, f- of course, because if – I mean if we truly had free will and we were truly able to uh, – I mean I, I, I shouldn't say if we were truly able to. I don't believe that that exists because – Free will? I, I don't think free will exists, no, because no, everything that we do is all based on the constructs in which we live. Right. You can never truly have free will as long as you know, um, society exists, as long as the, the world exists the way that it does, etc. Even if you were out in the middle of the jungle… You still don't have free will because you still have to live under the constructs that are around you—the trees, the animals, the fear of animals, the the need for this, and you know, and everything else. It just—it's—it's it's not possible.
0: Mm, I see what you're saying.
1: That's 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 my way of breaking it down as as you know to the basics of of uh, of not having it be too complicated. Well, now, have you
0: ever heard of the many worlds um, theory? I have not, so would you enlighten me? Yeah, so the many-worlds theory is a quantum physics. That sounded like a setup. Like no,
1: I've not yeah. heard of this. Could you enlighten no. me? I really I really
0: haven't. Um, basically, it's the idea of multiple universes, and more and more to the point, a lot of current theory or, or hypothesis is around the idea that every single solitary nano moment, like every single time that a particle or a wave breaks off from being a particle or a wave, there is a potential for it to do any number of things. And at that pivot point, that that vertex, mm-hmm. all those probabilities take place somewhere in their own pocket universe. And so every and so that works up its way up the scale to your decisions so every day all day long every time you make a decision you are um choosing one path over many others uh in 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 time but hmm. the idea that i have for their how that that allows for what appears to be free will which is why we do appear to have it but why it is in fact a an illusion and that is because time is a solid object it's a four-dimensional object that sort of has every single possible well, i always picture it like a broke like a like a like a geode or like a glass ball with all these little fractures running all through it and each one of those is a different timeline and they're all fractured and there's quadrillions of them there's such a countless number of them we couldn't even begin to imagine and each one of those is one potential set of uh, events and each one goes to a different end point and some of them are very similar and some of them are very different and that when we die we leave out of that place that four-dimensional object into some mm. higher dimension and outside of life, we cannot grow as, uh, because you need the vector of time to grow. You need a place in, in t- uh, where things can be metered out by marks of change. You can't do that in a timeless environment. So the whole point of being on Earth is to keep going through the cycle of karma again and again and again until you've attuned yourself – to the universe's ability to, to host you, so to speak, to render Mm -hmm. you in a higher consciousness state. And that could be called the Buddha or the Godhead or transcendence or ascendance, or, you know, there's so many words for it. And there's so many ideas. Some people might call it heaven, you know, but I think it takes a quite a a tremendous amount of um, hard work and, i'm not gonna say it's gonna happen to me when i'm, I'm you know when i'm ready to pass on i'm pretty sure i'll be coming back a few times
1: i really feel like you kind of some of that sounded kind of like what i was saying
0: it, well and that's really interesting because
1: i think a In lot of it very is very base you know yeah. um ideas of right it.
0: well I, I think because a lot of these things make intuitive sense a lot of it is ignored by someone who says what well, doesn't make logical sense it's like And that's why it's called faith. (laughs) You know, um, faith is not a useless object,
1: in my opinion. It has its place. Well, let's put it this way. Whether you have faith or you don't have faith, shit's still going to happen. Right. So, you know, you can either kind of believe in it and be interested in it or not give a fuck, not believe in it and just ride along. But you're going to be affected by it regardless well and regardless you're going
0: to have faith in something whether it's yourself whether it's the universe's unparalleled ability to fail you again and again wherever you sit on that uh, spectrum you have faith in that Mm -hmm. so everyone lives with faith faith is just a built-in part of human capacity Do I want to do a new bit tonight, Uh, all right. So, um, this is a simply gonna call this stuff I found on the internet.
1: (laughs) I have some something very good for that, and all right,
0: awesome. So, I will will share mine and then you share yours. That sounds great, and we'll do this every week, all right. So, this is uh, something that I found to uh, yesterday. On Facebook's page, library of obscure copy pastas. For those of you out there who don't know what a copy pasta is, it's copy. It's a stupid internet slang for copy paste. That's these ridiculous tirades and rants and 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 insane diatribes that people have written that were either written ironically or not. That then people copy and save and paste as responses to completely unsuspecting people, and then they're like, "What the hell? Why did I get this wall of rage? I don't understand." Um, so this one, <laughs> this one just caught my eye, and I'm not gonna—I'm gonna say right up front that I don't support all the 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 message in here. I'm not particularly fond of some of the language that is used, but it's so bizarre, I had to share it. <clears throat> Need to take a drink of water here. Be prepared for this. I'm gonna do this in a voice at least I don't spend my time sucking dicks in the bathroom at Olive Garden you dirty low down slimy filthy disgusting gluttonous hog like <laughs> motherfucking cock sucking son of an incestuous pedophile she rapist prostitute get your mom's dick out of your mouth do you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna shit so far up your ass stop for a moment and really grasp that statement I am literally going to shit up your ass I will take my pants off rip your pants off our fingers will touch and I will shit. You will try to counter shit, but my sinker will overcome. I will push a log of shit From my ass up into your body This is what shall occur When I find your keyboard fucking face And you know what else I will piss into a pot And I will add cornstarch to the piss And boil it until it gets really thick like sauce And I will pour the thickened piss Into a plastic container And put it in the fridge Until it hardens into a firm jello And then I will cut it into rectangles batter, Batter it in a mix of milk and flour and eggs And deep fry it at 375 Until golden brown flipping once Because they float And then I will serve you my deep fried piss that's what you get for being such a faggot cock muffin
1: wow yeah there was a lot of imagery in there for me to uh take in and i have to say that i don't think a lot of that is is possible in the physical <laughs> realm in which we live but wow i don't think i i've been angry and i mean like irrationally angry but I don't think I've ever been that pointedly angry <laughs> at something before. Wow. Is there any context with that?
0: No, there's almost never
1: any context for these things. Shoo, Man, that is some, that is some otherworldly anger right there. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to make of that. Holy <laughs> oh, shit. I'm very, very not, I'm no, sorry to say I'm very few times am I left as lost as I am on something <laughs> like this. I don't, <laughs> you really, you got me on that one. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was stifling. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I actually I yeah. feel bad. Like I did something after hearing that. I feel a bit flushed. I'm like, wow, that took a lot out of me. That yeah. And, really- that, and that is certainly some, some uh, language that I would not approve of using, yeah. but uh, yeah. I mean, That Uh, word salad painted a – like if I was going to turn that into an image, it would be a very red-faced, middle-aged to almost senior citizen-aged white man um, just so angry and and eyes bugging out, spitting. (laughs) And um, I'm going to guess it's probably in a fast food drive-thru. I don't know why that's what that's what i feel like that's what i feel like that would look like yeah
0: yeah and and that guy that guy is probably uh the going sort of guy who says he's going to call the better business bureau on the mcdonald's because they
1: got his order wrong yeah because i'm sorry sir the mcrib is only available at certain times throughout the uh throughout the year and you know this i love the fucking mcrib just as much as the next guy but you gotta bring it down a level (laughs) (laughs) i know that one of our one of our local speedways makes a sandwich that a breakfast sandwich at least they did i don't know if they still do it's been a while um that is very similar to the mcgrib in its shape and its flavor and they put um dill pickle slices on top of it oh my god, it is fucking ridiculously good. I think it's actually better than the McRib.
0: You know what, though? Nothing beats that place by my house. That little... They just recently remodeled it but it was like a country kitchen kind of place
1: oh yeah yeah it's of like course. diner
0: food and they've got the best <laughs> the place where
1: they thought that you and i were gay yeah oh <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah of course i'm absolutely positive of that
0: <laughs> no yeah because we were about to record video for the uh for the the gaming channel yeah and and uh we were eating lunch beforehand yeah, but they have some damn good brisket, and they've got a house barbecue sauce. It's got apple
1: smoke. Oh, it is so it's good, so
0: fucking good. I don't care if they think I'm the gayest person on the planet, and I think you're my partner. I don't care. I'll go in there oh, and I'm and fine leave. with that. Yeah, I would, I, I would take
1: that barbecue sauce and slather your shorn anus in it and fucking go to town. That's how good that stuff is. I eat it on a man sausage. That's how good that sausage. I was going to say uh, Mission Barbecue has fantastic sauces. I
0: have heard that Mission Barbecue is very good. Not, dude. Yet.
1: I eat there no. frequently, pretty frequently. When I I shouldn't say frequently because it's not like I'm there every you know week or every two weeks, maybe about once a month. And depending on what time of the year it is, and if I happen to be in the area, a few times a month. Mm-hmm. But uh, they have a sausage. A uh, sausage. Did I just say sausage? I had yes. sausage on the brain still from saying I'd put it on your man's sausage, I guess. Mm, I guess um, so. Yeah, they have a sauce. That's a little concerning, <laughs> but... Hey, hey just, just let it happen, man. It's beautiful and it's natural. <laughs> they have a sauce called Memphis Bell. there. It is like the perfect barbecue sauce. It's got... A, it doesn't have a whole lot of sweetness to it, but just the way that the flavor comes out and the spiciness of it and everything, it's not real spicy. It's just fantastic. It's fantastic. And I can also tell you that their customer service is absolutely fantastic. We ate there recently, and um, they had forgotten to include something in our order. And we live about 20, 25 minutes away from the nearest one, at least the nearest one that we would go to. I'm not sure if there's any that are closer. I've never looked. But um, they gave us a double order of what they messed up, drove it to my house, even though we said we'd come pick it up and gave us vouchers for four free meals. Wow. So they get my business forever because of that. Nice. That was, that was absolutely fantastic. They did not need to go above and beyond. And the owner of that place is if I'm not mistaken, they're all independently owned, uh, won my business forever because of that one thing that they did. Didn't need yeah. to do it. I was fat, happy and full because my food came but um you know outright my food came out right but um it 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 was, it was it was great and and when i when and when i uh when i hear customer service like that and when i see it and everything when i hear of it and i see it uh it always you know it always makes me smile cuz i know that there yeah. are some business owners that do truly give a shit that oh was yeah one
0: of them. i don't know if you've been to uh uh any there's, there's this franchise
1: called Primanti Brothers. Uh, I I know of them. I've never had them. I've never had any other food yet, though, because um, I just haven't gotten around to it.
0: There's one in in Hershey. Um yeah. it's worth going to. I got the 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 Al Capone sandwich, which is like this tall, gigantic sandwich with um, like let's see it spicy Italian sausage
1: (laughs) sausage comes up again provolone provolone um hey teacher leave my provolone capicola
0: (laughs) and uh salami and mm. it's just fucking so good, That's and you can a get a spicy
1: it. sandwich. There, it's a
0: very spicy sandwich, and it's so good, It's just melty and perfect. And mm. they, the way they do it is they throw fries on top, so you can ask for the fries on the side. It's oh, like maybe, a very uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh style. Yeah, it's Pittsburgh style. In fact, they're yep. sick. it's from Pittsburgh. That's where the first. Uh, the first location rose up is is on the streets of Pittsburgh just after the depression it sounds delicious it is i'm making myself very hungry just thinking about it i know
1: it. we've been talking about as i literally just ate dinner mm-hmm. and i'm thinking about food again <laughs> that's
0: kind of par for the course though isn't it it's yeah. like always hungry that that would be my autobiography if i ever wrote an autobiography it'd be like it would be me smiling at, the, at you know on the front you know like maybe like some barbecue
1: sauce on my face mm. and i will just say always hungry <laughs> that's so yeah that's what my parents would think that i should name my book because that's what they always tell me like when can't you eat that might be the name of mine with a little subs with like a little you know aka why can't i lose weight that would be that would be the secondary title to it <laughs> when aren't you hungry also known as or or i would say why or, or when can't you eat or why can't i lose weight that's what the name of the book would have to be because <laughs> i uh, you know i have actually asked that question before and then i look at you know the amount of times a day that i will eat something because i'm not because i'm bored but because i'm genuinely hungry and i'm like damn I, we were just talking about this recently. You used to be able to go to like McDonald's. Like I have, you know, I have uh, my significant other and myself and our children and we could go in there and feed everybody and maybe pay um, $17 for for all of us. Mm-hmm. And now. That's a hell of a thing. Yeah. And now if we try to do it, it's like $36. Yeah. And it isn't because you know my kids are – I mean, of course, they're eating a meal now instead of like a Happy Meal or kids' meal, whatever you want to say, depending on – I mean, I'm not, I'm not singling out any one restaurant. Happy Meal just was the first one that popped into my head. Sure. They eat actual combos now and everything, but even still, if you look at it, the price of a combo versus a kid meal is a lot closer than it used to be. Like a kid's meal could be $0.99, $1.99 two dollar or two fifty or something like that. And now a kid's meal could be upwards to four or five dollars and an adult meal is anywhere from, you know, eight dollars to twelve dollars. Which, you know, I mean I guess I guess that's the way it works. I don't know. But I don't mind paying extra if the food is extra good. And if it's, yeah. you know, got that homemade kind of a deal going on, like when I go to the local pizza shop and and get a, a cheeseburger sub or something like that, yeah, I'm probably going to pay a little bit extra for it, but yeah. it's not your cookie cutter run-of-the-mill cheeseburger.
0: Right. Well, there are places local to me that I, I frequent first and foremost um, because every time I've gone, I've had a positive experience without fail. And, I've always enjoyed the products that I've gotten from there and uh, to the point where there's a place in Campbelltown called Sopranos that I love. Their cheesesteaks are phenomenal. They just they, – there's something that they do with the meat like it's some herb or mixture or something that they soak the meat I'm gonna in. I'm going to have to try them. Uh, they're really good.
1: The only oh, yeah, thing is parking them. there. Yeah, <laughs> the only
0: thing is parking at that little area. Wow. Yeah, we box. know, we
1: know, we know how that is because that yeah. little strip mall with uh, literally parking for three vehicles out in front of it, and then that little lot at the back which holds about six, well, <laughs> including the employees of the restaurant. Well, then there
0: now there's an overhaul. There's, a, there's an
1: overflow lot
0: across the street. As oh, well. yeah, but which is nice. I mean, it's thankful. I'm thankful that they came up with that, but. What kills me is people are still at that ice cream place, like standing in long, long
1: lines to get ice mm-hmm. cream. I don't know. Uh- I was almost there tonight. I was almost there tonight. We ended up uh, going to a uh, to a Dairy Queen instead. But I, I thought that was initially where we were going to go to because they have the best uh, raspberry ice cream you will ever get anywhere and you do like a raspberry vanilla swirl dude Mm -hmm. it's out of this world you know everybody that knows me including some of the listeners here i'm sure know that i have an issue with uh, milk lactose stuff like that and i don't care how much something tears up my stomach when it tastes that good i'm still going to eat it (laughs) yeah yeah in all this food talk we got lost on my what i found on the internet this week
0: we did. Yeah, absolutely. So,
1: yeah, what was your internet find of the week? My internet find was a lot more disturbing, and I'm going to post really? it on That's to— Really? That's a bold statement. <laughs> yeah. Well, I shouldn't say a lot more disturbing. It was disturbing to me because of the subject matter. I'm going to get into it here. It's not as angry, rage-filled, and and politically incorrect as what you as what you found, but it is still disturbing on some level to me as a parent. But uh I, I am going to uh to post a link to it on uh dembeans.biz. dembeans dot biz. Yeah, dot B I Z. because it's a business. Correct. Um I happen to just be surfing through um, YouTube. I have a shit ton of subscriptions to different guitar and sewing and auto repair sites. And as I'm dropping things in my little space here, uh, making noise, um, I have, you know, I'll go through and no matter how many subscriptions you have, like your front page, your home area of YouTube is always going to have you know, stuff that's completely unrelated to what you want to look at. (laughs) And I saw this thing that said about um, pranks that parents are pulling on their kids. And one of the things that I found, which is the first one, there's, it's like a picture of a kid and it looks like they're standing in the door to a bathroom. And I'm like, okay, Okay. I got to see what this is. So what I find is a collection of videos where a mother, and it's mostly women, not that it really has anything to do with it, but mostly women sitting on the toilet, they're calling their kids to come in and bring them toilet paper, and then they act like they're wiping poop on them. And it's either chocolate oh. or peanut butter or pudding. Yeah, And yeah. the very first one that I see, this little boy is like, is that poop? Was that poop? And he's getting all freaked out, and his, he goes in to wash it off. And his mom's like, It wasn't poop, it was just peanut butter. But then his sister comes in, and the kid's laughing. And his sister's probably, I want to say, about mm, maybe three, four years old. And she notices that the mom wipes something on her, and she starts dry heaving. And I mean, violently dry heaving. <laughs> I was laughing so fucking hard. (laughs) It makes me feel so terrible. But she's dry heaving. Tears are rolling out of her eyes. Spittles running out of her mouth and everything. And people are recording their children doing this. The next one I find, the little girl got even worse. And eventually, I sat there and watched all of them because I'm a horrible person. I'm okay with that. Uh, One of them, eventually, this mom gets her come up because the kid fucking throws up all over the place. I mean threw up all over the floor I'm assuming got her feet and her legs and everything else it was some payback but that was the disturbing thing that stuck out to me that I found on the internet this week
0: you had sent me a video <laughs> earlier this week of yeah. this kid nailing his head on a wall on a door or on, something yeah, it was
1: like saloon style doors Yeah, yep. it was like
0: a saloon style door and it just goes crack and it 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 doesn't hurt him. Obviously, it's just that it's like slapstick because it's such a hard sound, like that loud. Clack. I'm imagining
1: the whole video now that you're going to get to here. <laughs> and it's like, and I don't remember what the song was. What was the song? It was the uh, it was the opening for um for the 20th Century Fox that. <laughs> yeah, but instead of the drums beating, yes,
0: it's. Every hit, it's his face <laughs> smacking against this thing. It's so damn funny. I I I I laughed so hard I had tears rolling out
1: of my eyes the day that I found that.
0: Dude, you have no idea. You you caught me on the worst day. Oh, dude, I got okay, so I got a story to tell. This is a, a cautionary tale, my friends. If you take any kind of medication for mental health issues, always be sure that you take them every day. Unless otherwise directed by your doctor, the reason that I bring that up is because I put my pills in a case every week on a mm-hmm. Sunday. I set them I've, all up. I've seen them do it. Yeah, I set them all up so that I have them for mon- from morning and evening, and then I take my pills for the night and I go to bed. Well. I had forgotten for my morning pills to put in one of my antidepressants. I'm bipolar, severely bipolar. And uh, I was so depressed on Tuesday that I thought that I, I, I think I was as low as I'd been in a year. And I didn't know why. But I started feeling this weird sort of outside of my own body feeling. And the next day, it didn't get any better, but I wasn't feeling as depressed. And I was very confused and I thought, This feels like I haven't taken my medication. What I ended up doing was counting out my pills, and sure enough, I had forgotten them. So I have to say to anyone out there who who takes takes psych meds, takes any kind of meds really, I mean, never take your meds for granted. If they feel like they're working, tell your doctor. That's great. If mm-hmm. they're working so well that you feel better, don't stop taking them. I've made that mistake too in the past, and all you're in doing is inviting upon yourself endless misery and oh, yeah. untold side effects. There can be some really nasty side effects if you stop taking a medication and then start taking it abruptly after a long period of withdrawal. You could literally die. Um, I take one that does that. That if I were to stop. Taking it for like a month and then start back up on my old dose, a rash could form which could climb inside my body and kill me.
1: Isn't that nice? Oh, I just had a horrible image when you said that.
0: Yeah, isn't that nice? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is why you follow your doctor's <laughs> orders, my friends. Don't fuck around with psych meds.
1: Just like if they're not working, you need to tell them. As soon as you realize.
0: As soon as you realize. And sometimes, you know, uh, it takes a couple of years to really find the same, the right meds. And your meds needs might shift as you age, too. Sometimes stuff, there's something called the Prozac Poop Out, in which. After a certain point, a medication stops working as effectively, and no one really knows quite why. It's like the brain goes, ah, you've been tricking me. I'm not going to produce the serotonin anymore. Fuck mm-hmm. you. And then you got to try a new strategy. And, and it's, I'll tell you one thing that I have learned the hard way um, is that alcohol and psych meds are just not compatible at all. I barely ever drink anymore as a result because I know what they'll do to me. It's subtle sometimes the, the way they'll put you off. Sometimes it's quite abrupt how badly they put you off. So, yeah, a little public service announcement, I guess.
1: <laughs> I was getting ready to say something about a PSA. But I knew, I knew that day that there was a reason why I sent you. That video, and I, yeah, I, I, I just—I had a feeling. I was like, I had to send this to Tom. and just feel like, hey man, I'm—you know—if you could use a bunch of laughs today because that shit cracked me up <laughs> when I saw it. I mean, that wasn't the first time I'd seen it, but it cracked me up because it had been quite a while since I did see it.
0: Yeah, I'd and, seen it before uh, too. I—I I have made it now a point not to tell people if I've seen stuff before, because eh. you know what it is to me—it's like correcting someone's grammar or something like that. It's like you know what? Only dickheads really do that. Like, like oh, I've seen this. <laughs> I've
1: been a dickhead yeah. before, oh, so. Oh, I've
0: seen this. <laughs> thanks, thanks, but I've seen this. Instead, you'd say, awesome, thank you for sharing this with me, and act as if you'd never seen it before, at least online. Um, if you've been shown something in person, I think that, that decorum dictates that you instead go, oh, I've seen this, but have you seen this, and find something related until until you're showing yourself you're for each other new things.
1: I just looked up at my ceiling, and I noticed that there's numerous holes. I didn't put any of them there. I wonder if there's any masturbating trolls up in there watching me while I'm talking to you. Jerking on their little troll penis. I don't think I know of any words that will rhyme here except for maybe talking about the planet of Venus. <laughs>
0: hmm.
1: <laughs> I don't know, just <laughs> It was good. No, it was a can't good song. I came up with that off the top of my head, a little segue into something else, maybe. Yeah, no, it was a good song. It was a good song. <laughs> I like I
0: like that. The, especially considering it was completely, you know, uh, you know,
1: ad libbed. And there is a bunch of holes in my ceiling right here. It used oh. to be a closet. This area that I'm sitting in used to be a closet. That's where the wiring and shit came down.
0: Oh, I'm fixing a hole where the rain comes in and it stops me from wandering. That's the very, very Scottish.
1: Be- I- the Scottish Beatles. Disgusting talking about fucking trolls beating (laughs) off in your ceiling. What the fuck is going on here? I turn into this podcast to hear other kind of things, not thinking about trolls beating their carrots. Yeah, or shoving carrots up their twats. Fucking disgusting. Yeah? Aye. Aye. Oh. Well, There's a lot of stuff in this room with me. This room used to be very empty, and now there are bins and bins of things. And I see that somebody was interested in one of the bins here. And instead of opening the thing up by lifting the stuff off top of it and taking it out, they just put their hand inside here, bent the lid all up, and uh, fucking put their hand inside the bin instead.
0: I found a bin in my garage or in my shed that uh, had a Mad Magazine sp- movie special from like 1983 wow in it yeah uh in absolutely horrible condition the cover was missing <laughs> <laughs> and it, and it, it's like hard to hold because the paper is so dry and brittle it's like eh, it feels horrible to hold in your hands like you want to wear like you want to <laughs> wear just a
1: disease
0: yeah you, it's like oh i've got the mummy rot right now uh. oh god
1: (laughs) you know it's funny um when i lived uh in the place that you're living now uh and i had moved in behind you there was a shed there the first place that i lived in uh the shed was completely empty when we moved in and i don't think i ever really put anything into it because i just didn't have enough stuff i thought or didn't want to put anything out there. But the second one, we were putting stuff into it, and I found several things that were humorous. In my opinion, I found an umbrella to the place from the place where I worked,
0: <laughs>
1: like a very expensive umbrella. And I was like, dude, I've seen these umbrellas around, and they're expensive. And I was like, sweet, I have one now. And the other thing I found was an acoustic guitar, which I still have to this day, which was strange to me that somebody would leave behind a really nice umbrella and acoustic guitar in the shed and take all the other stuff with them i I don't like that was weird like i don't think i've ever left a guitar and an umbrella behind let alone anything that i wanted i mean maybe accidentally a pair of socks or underwear or something somewhere here or there but uh you know so there's always there's always another fun game to play called okay. would you rather oh no all right we've never we've never played would you rather on we here. haven't no i don't think we have i think well maybe we did way back in the beginning yeah i think we played that before but yeah let's do it <laughs> Let's do it. some would you rather. Would you rather. Would you rather do something terribly disgusting or something terribly disgusting? So this is one of my favorite ones. I like to play this game with my kids at the dinner table sometimes because it is foul. Although I'm pretty sure that my kids now would be able to eat regardless of what was going on around them without getting sick. But would you rather sweat mayonnaise? Or have every bowel movement come out the size of a ripe, mature watermelon. Oh God! Sweat mayonnaise, and I'm not just talking. Sometimes, every time you sweat, I know every time you sweat. Yes, I and I sweat a lot, and I know you do too. Yes, I do. Uh,
0: <laughs> I guess you would eventually get used to the pooping.
1: But I mean, you're figure like, destroyed, but. Oh, it would be so distended, and it would be like a fucking elephant, like a flaccid elephant trunk just hanging at your rear end all the time. and, y-
0: and you would need a poop knife, a serious poop knife for that
1: motherfucker. Oh God, yes. well, I don't think you I don't think you'd be able to really shit in, indoors anymore. no, because either- even even with a poop knife, how would you I mean, you'd have to become an expert at sectioning it quickly.
0: Listen, nothing is stopping me from ending my own dreary existence after I've made my decision. So I'm gonna go with the pooping simply on the the uh the I the concept that the alternative seems lethal. <laughs> it doesn't seem survivable on the long term. Because but- bugs are gonna come at you and all kinds of fucking diseases are gonna breed in the creases in your skin no matter how
1: often you bathe There, you all- having to clean yourself is just an off uh, you know byproduct i think that if you lived in a very temperate area um i.e uh where it's cold all the time you would have no problem it would be a breeze hmm. you'd be able just to do your thing like you were in the fucking arctic it's always cold there you'd be fine yeah. you'd never sweat yeah,
0: except that you never can get exercise again and you can never have sex again.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, masturbating would probably be a bit of a jerk. You imagine how much of a turnoff it would be if you were like, I would love to do this, but I know as soon as I do, I'm going to sweat and then there's going to be fucking mayonnaise all over the room. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> maybe maybe your partner is into
1: that. I, who knows? <laughs> hey, it's so, somebody who's a real a mayonnaise. Uh, aficionado. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. All right, buddy, Uh, it's your turn.
0: My turn, huh? Okay. Let's see. Would you rather have your eyelids stapled open? Go. Okay. Would you rather have your eyelids permanently sutured open,
1: Mm -hmm. or permanently sutured closed? I think for me, I would have to be closed because if my eyelids were permanently sutured open, I would never be able to sleep and I wouldn't live very long.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that would that would probably suck. I mean, yeah. you could cover your face with something, but you'd be pretty uncomfortable.
1: Would you be able to sleep, though, without closing your eyes? I mean, is that a mechanism of being able to sleep that your eyes have to close, or is think, it just the darkness?
0: I think that if your body is... is... I think if your body is tired enough, it will sleep through anything. I think it'll find a way to sleep no matter what, because at a certain point it's going to be like, all right, well, I'm just not going to process anything coming in visually. I'm just going to turn that part of my brain off for eight hours and sleep because it's been three fucking days. I don't think it'd be very restful sleep and you'd probably slowly go insane, but you know, Mm I I have to agree with you. I think I'd probably go with the – I think I'd probably
1: go with having him sewn shut. I mean I wouldn't be able to see, but I would still be able to hear. I would still be able to sleep. I'd still be able to smell things, taste things, although I get the feeling like there would be some mean-spirited pranking going on.
0: Yeah. (laughs) In a world like this, for sure, yeah. This is a pretty awful world where we're presented with these choices.
1: Yeah, right? Well, yeah, in this world here, everything is fucked up. Yeah. So I just thought of one that I think is a very good one. Okay. Would you rather have a tooth pulled out, no um, novocaine, no numbing whatsoever with a pair of pliers in a filthy basement, or have one of your fingernails ripped out the same manner in the same place? Uh, yeah, this is a tough one because either way, it's going to hurt for a long while. Fingernail? You think fingernail? Fingernail. I think I'd go with. I think I'd go with the tooth. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, man. Because like thinking about having a fingernail ripped out just goes through me in a way that having a tooth pulled out would not. Mm. In my, well, because I mean, I've had teeth pulled out, and I've had teeth pulled out without. Uh, I actually had a root canal done without Novocaine once. Because I was in such pain already, it didn't matter. I was like, just fucking drill into it and get rid of the – release the pressure and get rid of the pain. And I got to be honest with you, that was probably one of the most painful things that I had done, but it was worth it because it literally shaved at least 10, 15 minutes off the time that it would have taken. So I made a decision, and I stuck with it.
0: I think I remember you saying something about how like, Mm -hmm. when when it cracked, it was just the most relief that you'd ever felt or something like
1: that. I said it was better than sex, yes. When that pressure relieved and it went away, I mean, granted, my nerve endings were still inflamed and raw and everything, but it became a manageable level of pain because the pain that I was having prior to that was so fucking severe that I contemplated – Uh, doing horrible things in order to end it yeah you know (laughs) that uh that that was that was actually on christmas That's like a like the worst christmas i had to to that to that point
0: (laughs) i i can absolutely relate i had (laughs) gout for a couple of years on and off uh which is a uh where too much uric acid gets in your blood and it forms crystals in
1: between your joints in the oh, cartilage areas. This hard to even hear about it. I've never had it but I oh I, I know people that have, including you and yeah. So it
0: generally starts presenting in your big toe, in the, the joints of your, your big toe, mm-hmm. uh, or both of them. So for you, for me, it was usually just the one or the other foot. But it would be so painful. It would be red and hot. Like if I took my temperature just on my foot, it would be a good three degrees warmer than the rest of my body. Yeah, that it's sounds that terrible. Hot. And trying to put on socks, shoes, Forget, forget it. There's no way. I couldn't even put a blanket, like a top sheet, over my foot because the weight of it was too much for my, my pain threshold to withstand. Hmm. I went to an emergency room and begged them to give me anything. And this woman said or looked at me like I was the scum of the earth because I was some sort of pill seeker. Oh, yeah. Which, which which really pissed me off. I told the doctor or the attending about it, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't care what it is. I don't. I'm not asking for an opiate. Give me, put me out, you know, or 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 just numb my foot. I don't give a fuck. I'm in so much pain. I'm ready to cry." And I mean, it turned out that because I was favoring the one foot over the other, I had given myself uh, tendinitis in my Achilles tendon. Mm. Yeah. So I had the gout in one foot and the Achilles tendon uh, shit in the other foot. And I was just a mess. I was walking around. I would end the day in tears every day. And I didn't have to walk that much in that particular job. It was uh, hmm. it was a nightmare. So so anyone who has these pain disorders or something like that, like I never I when I was younger, I remember like being told about like restless leg syndrome and going or chronic fatigue and being like ah, it sounds like bullshit, whatever. Now I don't doubt these things. If someone tells me they have fibromyalgia, fibromyal- fibromyalgia, yep. I say I am very very sorry to hear that because I've known too many people who have it who suffer. And suffered and suffered yeah. for it. And it, it's invisible. People expect if you're in that much pain, you should show some outward sign of it. And they don't trust people who don't. Same my with mental health. My mother heart. and
1: my significant other both uh, have issue with that. And for somebody who does not know them to say that they don't show any sign of it is pure and utter ignorance because I see the signs. Mm -hmm. all the time
0: oh yeah all you have to do is learn how to look yeah i know
1: what i'm looking at so yeah i mean people who say that are are fucking ignorant and i will go on record if somebody would like me to i will come to you and say it to your face you are fucking ignorant
0: yeah I feel like I missed my calling. I feel like I should have been a pharmacologist because yeah. – and I would have been one of those Berkeley He's never heads, too late, Tom. You know, one of those UC Berkeley guys, like, like one of those um, Timothy Leary types. Just I was born in the wrong era and followed the wrong path, but I, I should have been alongside Timothy Leary and Terrence McKenna and those guys spouting some kind of goofball logic about i mean it's amazing how many of those guys ended up in like india there's this one guy called ram Dass who started his career as a uc berkeley professor and met some guru in india who may or may not be also the cat that hung out with the beatles the, <laughs> ma- the maharashi and uh came back with all this wisdom and just very recently died but in the process of his time here in the United States, he amassed this huge following of eclectic people that just hang out and come to his retreats to meditate together. And there's no real like core unity to it. It's just a bunch of people who are sort of free-minded, and it's a neat. It's I guess it's kind of like a little hmm. little uh, co-op Think tank. Yeah, like a think tank, yeah. And it's neat because that's how the UC Berkeley people used to do it. They used to meet at Big Sur in California and uh, go up to these mountains and, and have like these spas up there. And there would just be all these these academics with heads full of acid <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> hanging out together and talking about really, really far out shit. Dude. And- you know, like <laughs> right on the edge of some some major discoveries because regardless again of what you think about these compounds like LSD and things like that, a lot of very smart people have used them to dream up some very, very sophisticated technology.
1: Hey, all drops, I know is it ain't for me. That's all. Hey,
0: no, and it's not for everybody. Yep. I wouldn't touch that shit with a 10 foot pole these days. Are you kidding me? I'm not. I'm not geared for that. I'm not. I'm not built for that anymore. Those those days are long gone. So I was at a party. And there's five guys,
1: a jeep, and a bag of drugs. I'm interested to know where this story is going. Please continue. <laughs> Just kidding. We're running a little bit long here. So, uh, son, that's going to have to be a story for another time. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Cause I was making that shit up on the fly. <laughs> I had a feeling I was that pre- I mean, that was pretty good. You, you came up with, you came up with something off the top of your head there. That's yeah. uh, you don't normally do that. I mean, yeah, I know I, a I stifled a little bit earlier, but, um, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. have to I'm gonna have to actually start writing some things down. I'm gonna have to write some things down so I know what I'm talking about.
0: Friends, if you like the show, I'd like to ask you a big favor right now. I'd like you to go to iTunes and look up our podcast. It's really easy to find. Just type in story time with Tom and Mike, and it should come up in your search. And go in there and leave us a rating. And if you have time, write us a review. Um, you know, just anything we'll do. Like, hey, these guys are idiots, or hey, I hate the show, or hey, I love the show. Just anything that gets more people listening, more people. I'd like to engage Mike
1: in my, you know, sexual fantasies. I mean, any of that stuff will work.
0: Yeah, yeah, anything like yeah. Like, like like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the Jimmy. Place. You know who I'm talking to. <laughs> ah! <laughs> um yeah so so that that's that then that's a thing (laughs) (laughs) whatever man i don't judge (laughs) i'm not judging i just you threw me through a loop (laughs) (laughs) which you often do i try i'm trying to keep it uh... trying to keep it on the straight and narrow and you kind of throw me off with these these unexpected left and right handed attacks okay Got it. (laughs) Dembeans.biz is our website, D-E-M-B-E-A-N-S.B-I-Z. That is where you will find all our links to social media and all the various articles that we post about items of interest that are discussed on the show. Videos and links and manifestos and, most importantly, stories about wrapping up Ronald Reagan in cling film.
1: That literally is one of the sexiest things I've ever read. I mean, I'm not biased or anything because I mean, I might have been the one to write it, but uh I just revisited some of those thoughts uh recently, and I have to say that uh it was just as gross the second time around as it was the first time, <laughs> which I dug i was gonna I was getting ready to say like occasionally. Occasionally, I'll drop in there and put something on there, and it's totally not because I forget what my login is or anything like that, you know, <laughs> because I'm an idiot and didn't so write things down. So that's not something we need to discuss after the show then. No, not at all. No. Like, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be wise to send me that information so that I have it because no. I'm a doofus and, you know, I, I forget how to uh, how to get into it. <laughs> yeah no not at all not at all gotcha
0: gotcha <sighs> gotcha reading you uh crystal clear got it yeah so this show fell apart at the end as they often do yeah um, all the same we thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to
1: you giving it to you like a big old stuffed duck with a bottle of vitamin water the delicious kind, the cool raspberry lavender, just saying I love vitamin water, on a on a small canoe in a peaceful lake in the middle of the night with nothing but a single flicker of a candle to illuminate everything. That's it. That's all I got.
0: Amen. <laughs>